Hello, everyone. This is Edo Ninja. And this is Crunch. And you are now listening to the Storm Connect podcast, published by the Sigil Arts Network. We talk about gaming topics and animated series of our own interests, like Ruby, Final Fantasy, Persona 5 Royal, Smash Ultimate, and so on forward. The goal that we aim to accomplish on every episode is to provide insights on these subjects that are usually overlooked, to spread awareness, and learn more. Um... We are actually finally back from our small little hiatus. We want to express our gratitude for the time and patience uh, that you all had for it. But also, we would like to extend our apology for the inconvenience and for the unexpected hiatus that had to be taken. But uh, again, once you, once again, thank you yeah, all for the support guys. and such. It really means a lot to us and such. So, um, mm-hmm. so today... Uh, I'm not going to lie to all of you here. Like, this is from the blunt truth of me. I'm actually surprised that we're doing this podcast episode specifically uh, immediately. So we kind of are just like jumping right into it. So we have come together once again, but to review Steve that's now uh, implemented into Smash and such. And of course, to have a little bit of discussions with a few patches that came with it as well. There's there's much to discuss, basically. However, first, we actually have some things to catch up with Crunch about. So I'm going to give him the, um, the the spotlight for this one. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Edo. It's been a long time since I've made an appearance on here. I've just been like really busy with school stuff and whatnot so i appreciate you guys for being really patient and also just being active in our absence like i'm genuinely impressed by the numbers that we've been pulling together and like um we've even sold merch too like apparently we sold like what seven shirts something right? around there yeah on that website yeah like i'm very grateful for you guys like thank you guys for being um just amazing fans and it seems like we're building like a little community and that also is like got me a little giddy inside as well like i i don't know it's just so hard to take in but yeah other than that um man this character is insane i'm actually like surprised that steve is in smash like my first initial reaction to him um i streamed it i actually missed the live reaction to it because i slept in and i didn't feel like waking up at 10 because uh i have a pretty bad sleep schedule so when i woke up i was like okay i'm gonna mute everything on twitter I'm not going to see a single thing. I'm going to have my friend send me the link if he can. And then that's that on that. Um, no, I literally got the video for myself somehow without spoiling myself. And then I was like, all right, well, that was impressive. So now let me go ahead and stream it. Um, the opening was literally like, it seemed like a third party character opening. Because it, it had like Terry in there, Sonic, Mega Man. I think it also had Cloud in there, if I remember correctly. And like... Maybe one other person, but um, in the back of my head, I was trying to think of like who it could be because there's a lot of, you know, discussion around like Dante and Sora and Crash and Rayman, yada, yada, yada. Like, I think if you're active in the Smash community, you know a lot of the major picks that people want. And one of them is Steve. But I'm going to tell you this now. The main like mindset behind Steve being in Smash, like his inclusion is looked upon as a meme before he got in. We did not think it was going to happen. You know, trying to think of, like, a move set for him and whatnot, and, like, is he really that impactful to the gaming community? Which he is, because Steve comes from one of the most well-sold video games in the world. Like, I think it's the best-selling game in the world, actually, if I remember correctly. Like, it's... The numbers are insane. It's player bases in, like, the hundreds of millions. So that was already out of the question, but I was like, is it going to be put into Smash? And, like, does Sakurai and the team over there recognize that game as 
something to celebrate because he's mentioned before and i've mentioned it several times on this uh podcast that it's a celebration of games that's what smash is so when i saw that like opening shot of mario busting through the wall i had a little thought behind my head like wait were those blocks that i just saw and then when i heard the creeper the spider noises i i can't say this in a different way but i literally flipped my shit i couldn't believe it <laughs> we were actually getting steve Steve from <laughs> Minecraft into Smash Bros. And then the tension rising with the sounds where it goes, oh, or like whatever it does. And then he breaks through the wall. I literally jumped out of my seat. I think I like hit my knee pretty hard. So I was like limping while I was hype. But I was like, dude, I can't believe this is real. And then they brought in Alex from that other like spinoff that's within Minecraft. They brought in Creeper and Steve as skins. And I was like, oh my God, that's insane. They actually did it. And it just made me think back to like, you know, when they added Ridley, they added Banjo and K. Rool. Like these were considered like a mix between unrealistic and meme picks. Like Ridley's too big for Smash. K. Rool is not recognizable. Banjo is just owned by Microsoft, a company that Nintendo would never work with. But let alone and behold, they're working with Nintendo and he's in Smash. And then on top of that, we got Steve, which made that possible too. But like. Oh my god. And then I watched the character. Um, it was the video where they showed off his like moveset and yeah. stuff. Oh my god. That was <laughs> that was insane. That was really crazy to watch because like they had to they pretty much had to like change every stage in the game or alter it so that Steve was able to play on it. Because this character is so unique. He's completely different. It's not like where they add like you know, Min Min or Byleth, where they kind of borrow moves from different characters. No, this character's completely unique. Like, sure, some moves might mirror, like, other characters in Smash, but, like, no one else can build. No one else can mine stuff out of the stage. So it's completely new and fresh to the game. It's it's very nice um, to just see that in this game. Like, that's what this game was lacking. It was just the, the DLC characters they were adding were just really dry and like boring and like it was a mix of people not really knowing who they were and also just being a copycat of other characters that were added too but this was just crazy like watching him like build an edge guard with like down smash and like literally building off pika's recovery that was insane i literally had like the biggest smile on my face and um uh, yeah i I'm still actually in shock. Like, I don't know about you, but I am literally in shock that he is in this game. I literally get to hear the announcer go, <laughs> Alex, Enderman, Creeper. <laughs> like, it's so weird. I do agree with you that we are now in... This is debatable with anybody. Label it however you wish it to be, uh, for those that are listening. But I, I, for me, I'm listening... Like, I'm li labeling this as, like a curse but also like a very cool timeline that steve is in smash and literally like they didn't do anything like too special with like the models or anything they literally just like ripped it out of the original game and then boom that's it <laughs> yeah that's what i was afraid of too i thought they were literally gonna make him like a 3d model and look all like cringe and shit but no they literally like See, that's when you know you make a unique character is when they don't look like they fit into the game. Because if you remember, when they showed him on the Smash poster art, like on the, the one on their main website, 
Bro, it didn't even look like- it looked so photoshopped, it was hilarious. You know what? Like, he just does not look like he belongs Speaking here. Speaking of Photoshop, <laughs> I brought this up in uh, in the previous podcast and in Crunch's uh, stream because I was there to when he did his reaction. But I just want to reiterate this point because, like, I, I just... Because I've now seen it. I've now seen a couple of them, though. But I am now actually seeing professional banners, advertisements of that blocky-looking-ass character in people's like pages they're like oh yeah like i play steve and such like <laughs> this is a minecraft character that's so crazy <gasps> that's so crazy <laughs> and then like i was thinking about like oh all the clickbait titles with steve and like I, like i literally can't believe that there is a hungry box video out there that is titled minecraft steve is op and super smash brothers Ultimate. that's a thing dude and we all like because again like um for those that are like not in touch with Smash, like there has been like, especially back with Smash 4, for the Wii U that is, like people like usually do their moddings and such. And of course people have done like their meme ways to like, like show of how Steve could be in Smash though. But like the thing is that it, it just looks like a poorly made mod and such. It's just all hypotheticals. And we're looking at this now in 2020 into Smash Ultimate. They did not do anything like too crazy. Except for the moveset, which we'll get into, but for the model, it's just a ripped off into Smash Ultimate and such. And exactly as to how people did their simulations of it, their hype, like, you know, their hype, that worked. My apologies. Hypothesis. Oh my <laughs> God. Um, See, it's even got him. Yeah, no, I, I, I just lost for words. Like, I'm sorry, but like that man literally <laughs> just blew me away. I, I, I have a hard time finding words though, but basically that's what I'm saying. A hypothesis is how he he will play and his mobility because it's just like that's one thing that was everybody's concern his mobility it's like how the hell would a blocky character actually fight and sakurai literally just went off went on that camera and told us to shut the fuck up because this is real now and it's actually like a thing that we have installed into our copies and and I'm going to tell yeah. you all this right now. I can't speak for Crunch, obviously, though, but I'm going to reiterate this point again for those that did not uh, listen to my previous episode about this. But I was a huge, huge hater for Steve to being in Smash. And I don't know why when I saw him on screen, my feelings just like I literally just did a reverse card. I totally like 180 on that shit. And I know and I had some people call me out for it. I'm like, you're right. I did say this shit, but for some fucking reason, I can't be mad now that he's in the game. You know what? Go the fuck off. Go off. Fine. <laughs> that, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, I wasn't I didn't like despise him in there, but it's the thought. It's like the mainstream thought of Steve being in Smash is silly and like I don't want it. But then when you see him get revealed, it's like, you can't help but, like, smile. You just can't believe it. That's so insane to see a character like that in Smash Bros. Like, you would think that, like, Rivals would pick that character for the game. Because, like, Rivals is, you know, they're still growing as well. But, like, you know, they have Ori in that game. Like, they have Ori from Ori in the Blind Forest. And it's like, oh, I could see them adding Steve in there. But Smash? Nintendo? Sakurai? adding Steve in there and the crazy thing is I have to give a shout out to this person because I have this like in my head but there was a YouTuber named Paper Kitty who in June 9th of 2019 last year made a mock-up moveset for Steve as like a what if he made it into Smash now obviously this time we didn't know 
But I want to mention that this person literally nailed like the run animation, the crouch animation. Um, there are a few different things like side smash, but like, dude, the down air, like this moveset is so close to what we actually got in Smash. Like, I almost feel like that video proved to be like some sort of like inspiration for this character getting added because the moveset that this person included is very closely identical to what we actually got minus like f smash and up smash because f smash the way they made it was like if you opened a door and just slammed it open like that was kind of funny but instead we got the sword slash and then the up smash that we have in smash is like when you break a lava block and it's a multi-hit and it can scoop but their idea of it was taking like a a sign like kind of like a written sign that you can put in the game and just throwing it up or like whacking it up and then they get hit but for the most part like the moveset was so close and i thought of this video as steve got revealed and like parts of his moveset was shown because like dude this is really close mm -hmm. and like very accurate to like what the actual character is and then if i remember correctly they also implemented the mind cart the mind cart as side b <laughs> And I was like, dude, what a read. That's crazy. And the building mechanics are the same. And they nailed this too. This isn't a down taunt, but instead it's like a, um, it's when, you, when you're put to sleep by like Jigglypuff or Hero, he literally makes a bed and goes into <laughs> oh it. Oh my god, yes, right. I forgot to talk about that. Like, I can't believe this person... And it was set as down down taunt in their fan made move set, but it like the fact that it's in the game, that's that animated and cool. It's so sick to see that in the game. <gasps> yeah, and especially like whenever um, like they also showed this at the animation as well. Like whenever like Steve parries, like he actually like has that like I think it was like a shield that like actually like pops out, and it's like oh yeah, they really put. A stupid amount of effort into a character like Steve. And Dude, they put so And much you know what? Effort. I don't mind. I actually don't care that they did. I actually I, I welcome this with open arms. That that's like the best that I could actually say for this character. And I and again, I, I can't be too mad. I can't even be like, why is he in Smash and such? Like, no. Actually, like I said, go off. I support this 100%. Yeah, I respect I re exactly. Yeah, I respect this. Though. Although, there is something that I also want to mention because a friend of mine actually, like, I was having one of those 3 a.m. conversations. But, anywho, yeah, uh, all of us. I had, a, like, one of those 3 a.m. conversations yeah. with uh, a couple of my friends, and one of them brought up a very good point. Um, he mentioned that, like, can we give Sakurai a break? Cause like even like, cause again, like at preface value, like I can understand like it's like so, like it's a character that looks slapped on. Like it looks like he was just slapped onto there and then just boom, he's playable. No, just the amount of coding that they had to do with the character itself. I can't imagine how much of a hellhole that was. It looked like it was to be honest to me. Cause like again, like we may not have like the full understanding of like the game development though, but like now that like he opened up that like that perspective for me it's like holy shit this character was not like something they just like slapped on or whatever they like, just ripped out of the game like no like especially to like how in-depth the moveset is and like having these other animations to whenever the character gets hit or like you know the transformation with kirby and stuff like that all of those swords i feel like he was like the most difficult one to work with and he Absolutely. still made it possible 
And I'm just like, no, you you all you all cannot be doing this to Sakurai. No, give that man a raise and like a 10 year vacation. This is not fair to him. No. <laughs> I, I know, dude, it's crazy because if you think about it, like he literally had to change core mechanics for Steve to work. Like, it, like regarding the stages and like building and stuff. Like, dude, you have to fix like, there's like a hundred plus stages in this game, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So you got to consider like, you have to do that, but a hundred times. And that's a lot of tedious work. And I can't imagine the, the amount of crunch time they had to put in, which explains, I think why it took so long from Min Min to here to get the second character, because this, this character must've been really hard to make, especially during the pandemic. Like you're, I think they're working from home, if I remember correctly, or maybe a little bit like together sometimes, but I think for the most part, this was all yep. done at home. And I can't imagine making a Smash Brothers character from your home and then testing them and stuff. Like, man, you're doing that in the comfort of your own home. It's like, don't you have a hard time figuring out like what work and life is at that point? Like, I feel bad. I do too, because like, I've had some people that have mentioned, I think I mentioned this in my previous podcast. I don't recall though, but like, um, there, I had the discussion that I feel like, like, cause again, like when Sakurai revealed this character before, like we got to the next one of how he works into the game and such. Um, he like, he basically mentioned, like he basically like understand, like he's paying attention and so is Nintendo as to how the community would react. And obviously they were right. Like, pretty much what everybody's thoughts were was that what did we watch and that can be taken into a good and bad context and such and like you know personally i feel like that sakurai did not want to reveal this character because he usually has some type of reaction whenever he's like excited to like unveil this character and such this would have felt different but now that i'm looking back at it it's just like you know what i didn't think about that especially to like what they had to do and such like, i don't think that like because again like like i said i'm now mentioning that like this was not exactly an easy test i feel like this was like one of the most difficult tasks the mo one of the most difficult ones to put into smash now that i'm saying that aloud I agree. you know i feel that like that's probably as the reason as to maybe that's why that's the reaction and i, and I don't think that this was like a character that was like shown first before like because maybe because again like we could debate about this or like, you know, make speculation as to like how they plan to reveal their characters when we find out later and such. But I feel like Steve was meant to be revealed. Maybe in the way of how it happened, I don't know. But um, I will mention this now is the fact that like now I'm seeing that type of reaction and such. I feel like this is like the correct order that like, yeah, no, he was supposed to be planned next. It's just that it got harder especially when this pandemic is going on and especially to like what the circumstances as crunch has mentioned uh earlier yeah like i just can't believe like i because I, I mean i'll admit it i'm not gonna act like i'm a perfect little angel and understand everything that this world has to give me but like i was a little upset that like we weren't getting much i think the patch that we got in 8.0 was great because it buffed a lot of characters that i think needed it you know some got some like like, admittedly, Falcon got some pretty ridiculous buffs. Like, most of them were justified, but, like, they literally buffed up Smash, and that move is just crazy now. Like, I've been, I've been, like, finessing some stocks like no other with that character. But I haven't actually played in a while, and I'll probably explain why, but that was, like, prior to Steve being released. But, like, yeah, there was such a big gap between Min Min and that, and I just felt like that gap was too big. Like, 
it was very hard to keep interest in the game at that point. I had to concur with that, actually. Like, I mean, I still, like, play Smash, like, regularly a little bit more. Actually, as, uh, probably more than Crunch on uh, these days of it, though. But, like, there, I do have some type of feeling about that, which I will get into a little bit later. Because uh, first, like, we definitely want to talk a little bit more about with Steve, though. But I'm going to explicitly mention this now that I'm going to mention this a lot more, too, when we get to the, pa- uh, when we talk about the patches and such, though. But I, all I can say is that I do have some type of feeling of way of how I feel about this right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, honestly, that's like a perfect transition for just getting into like, you know, how we feel about the character too. Because like, now that we've been through that part where we watched the trailer, we reacted to it, and then we were given the move set, we had to wait an extra week for it, I think. It came out Tuesday at like 9pm or something like that. They've been doing that as of recent, like their directs have been early in the morning and then they release the character whenever they do it. But when they are released, it's around like nighttime. I think that's just to accommodate for other people's like regions and time differences across the world but um so when it was released like i you know they show the big screen oh this character has joined the fray or like you know whatever they do seeing steve on my monitor for the nintendo switch bro that was surreal like i i still couldn't believe it that he was just he just popped up on my screen stiff as fuck you know, looking like his stupid ass self from his game, and he's on my screen with like the Smash format and everything. I was like, dude, this is wacky. I, this is so hard to take in that you are just in this game now and like traversing through the menus and like playing through classic mode and doing all the spirit boards and then playing the character. Like, you go onto the select screen and you just see Steve. You click on him and he goes, Steve! Like, whoa. <laughs> Xander literally just said Steve. <laughs> like, that is... What the heck, man? Um, I also want to mention this. Um, <laughs> oh my god. L- literally, just... I Okay, I'm, I'm gonna tell you all this right now. Like, we have these notes, like, in front of us. Well, at least I have, like, a little bit more of thorough notes, right, in front of my face. And, like, I know what to say, but it's just so hard for me to actually, like, process through my brain to my mouth to saying this out loud right now. And it's just, like, I know, like, I I know I was unprofessional the last one because I, I just could not contain my laughter and how much that I was just so baffled, but, oh God, I'm sorry. It's just that that effect is happening again. I, I'm sorry, but <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah, like, they just managed to surprise us. I, I can't help it. Oh, and the funny thing that I want to... Like, I don't know if any of you guys have seen this uh, on the media, especially, like, if those that uh, that are not on Twitter or whatever, or on Twitter. Um, it's just that, like, because people usually do these things, though, but there was a picture that just hit me way too hard. Joker from Persona 5. Cloud from Final Fantasy, Steve from Minecraft, and you have all these other characters that you would not believe that they would not be in Smash or now in the same universe. And I just looked it up like, what the fuck is this shit? I <laughs> just, just seeing that like that screen and it was real, not photoshopped or anything like that. No, it was actually real. And I'm just like, oh God, I didn't even think about that. It's like what one of my favorite games and one of the most popular selling games and all these other famous games are now into like one universe. I'm sorry, but I mean, I, I'm all for it though. But Jesus Christ, like no matter how you look at it, like I, I'm going to give Sakurai deserves that W. 
because he made this shit possible in some way, shape, or form. Because there are so many challenges that he must have had to gone through, and he is popping the fuck off with all these DLCs. And I hope that continues until the end of this. Yeah, this is truly, like... I mean, you can disagree if, like, it's not your personal favorite video game, but, like, overall, dude, I think this is one of the... Probably, like, one of the best video games, like, ever made. Because you just see all these crossovers happen that I think no other game can achieve. Maybe minus Mortal Kombat. Because, like, Mortal Kombat actually recently got, um... Rambo, which is a character from like Sylvester Stallone's movie. Oh, what the! And bef even before that, they got Arnold Schwarzenegger what? for Terminator. So it's literally Rambo versus Terminator in Mortal Kombat. That's pretty sick because that's like two big movie characters from like back when we were not even born yet, uh, being in the same game, and you can play as them, and you could just constantly fight each other with those characters. It's like, that's crazy, and that's the same feeling I get for, like, Smash. It's like, every character they add, I'm just like, wow, they're they're in this game now. Obviously, minus, like, the Nintendo reps. Like, that's kind of no surprise. But, like, you could literally, from this point, give us four crappy characters. Just the worst characters you could add. Like, they could bring in, like, Toad, Waluigi, Goomba 1, and then, like, the random enemy from Kirby All-Stars. And this would still be, like, the best game ever because you can't outweigh the number of insane characters that you added to the game. Like, I think the first shocking one, and I've probably said this before when we've done a Smash podcast, is, like, Cloud's inclusion still boggles my mind. Yeah. Like, to this day, I can't believe, especially during that time period, yeah, we got two songs for for the character. Like, I know that sucks, but, like, just the character being in the game and then returning returning i want to it reiterate that returning character a square enix character who like keep in mind this company takes pride in like making exclusive games like mostly for like ps4 and stuff like they love being exclusive and private about shit like they they don't like sharing so the fact that they the character return is insane to me like i can't believe this game exists it feels like a fever dream fan-made game i agree with that because um literally like again i i'm also agreement with crunch on this though like you know cloud being in like you know like an iconic character among with like the final fantasy series it's like wow and uh, like that's also a thing like it's very unfortunate that like he wasn't given proper treatment as compared to the uh, the other characters that were like added onto Smash though. But like it's just the fact that like a deal was sealed for him to actually be a part of it is like already big as is. It may not be in the way that we yeah. have hoped it to be, but like it's there to that insane amount of impact as if like you know the other characters that we didn't think that would be in Smash or return to Smash, and here we are. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, like I said before, it's almost hard to, like, talk about this character being in the game because it still just does not seem real to me, but, like, you know, that now that he's out, like, he was a lot of fun to mess with on the first day. Like, it, it was really weird, but there was just, like, you know, from the naked eye, like, playing around with him and watching, like, all the Twitter combo videos, like, we go through the cycle constantly. Oh, the character's broken, time passes, then our final decision is made. I genuinely believe, like, I don't think this character's broken, like, top-tier broken, 
because I have found that like if you play a rushdown character against them, you you can just easily dunk Steve. That's weird to say, by the way. Easily dunk Steve. But anyways, <laughs> like that. See what I mean? Like this is so weird to say, but like yeah, like you know, if you play characters like that, like he literally can't do anything because his main goal is to like you know build up his resources and use them against you, like. Dude, literally getting, like, a diamond material for anything, you know, whether you're getting it... Oh, wait, wait, you can get it all together, actually. But just getting diamond in general is, like, crazy because the amount of damage it does and, like, knockback, like, that... It almost feels like I'm getting hit by Arsene, and it's just, like... Some of the stuff this character can do is insane, and when people master, like, building... Oh my god, when they start mastering those build combos and, like, extend off of them, I think that's when we'll really see, like, the true nature of this character, but... Off of like a first impression of him after playing him for like a week, I think he's like pretty high tier. I think he's up there as like one of the greats in this game because his toolkit is super unique. And if you don't know how to counter it, you're gonna get absolutely slapped up by Steve. I can't believe you actually said that. And I know you were gonna say that because I was gonna say that too. Slapped but... up by Steve. No, no, no. Not just that, but also the fact that he's like up there. Now he's not like, you know, like he's, he's good, not like dude. mid or like low tier like some of the characters that were like kind of added in. No, that character is stupid. But in a kind of good way type of stupid where it's just like, okay, alright, maybe you gotta actually like take it a little bit more seriously. Shit. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's the thing where it's like, dude, if I lose to Steven Smash, I quit. It's like, well, you should be done then, because there's no way you've beaten every single Steve on this planet. Like, that character's crazy, man. I'm not saying he's broken, because I genuinely don't believe he's broken, but I don't think he's bad. Like, a lot of people that are saying he's bad, I feel like just did not let enough time pass for them to make a judgment off it. Also, keep in mind, um, you know... As the world stands, we're still in a pandemic, so there's no offline events, and I feel like there's a lot of potential for this character offline, because, you know, you take out of consideration, like, what he can do on Wi-Fi and stuff, like, I, I feel like he's got a dangerous toolkit that can counter some pretty good characters that were not able to be countered before. Actually, yeah, no, I agree with you on that. Um, my one thing is the fact that, like, um, yeah, like, I don't think, like, he's broken either, like... It's just that, like, I think, like, Steve, specifically for him, because of how well in-depth that he is, because he's actually a pretty complex character. There's so much going on with Steve. Like, especially, like, what you mentioned before. Like, I feel like that's, like, the biggest contributing factor is that he, like, there's a huge building uh, and crafting, like, aspect of him that matters a lot. And, there, like, because of how many options that he has, there's stupid amount of options. It's, like... We need a little bit more time to actually, like, let this character flesh out, though. But, like, I will have to agree. Ba based on this, like, one-week experience and, like, you know, from what we received so far without, like, any actual offline tournaments and such, it's, like, we were kind of able to tell with, like, with Min Min because, like, Min Min did not cause that much of a buzz and, you know, uh, maybe for a couple other characters as well before this pandemic, though. But, like, just, like, playing this character alone or even, like, going up against this character, it's, like, Okay, like it, it, this character can actually like have an actual couple crazy moves where it's just like, oh shit. Well, if this pandemic is over and if this shit is pulled off at Evo, well, 
There's going to be a lot of broken controllers, a lot of rage and shit. I'm just saying, I can see this now. I can. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't even know what the future of Evo is going to be like, because, uh... I don't know. I don't know if you remember the the main guy Wiz or something. I think his name was was um he stepped down. Oh, oh wait, that's right. That. I do recall that. Yes. Yeah, like I think Evo still does exist. Not to like you know ruin the comparison, but like yeah, like even still like um minus that. Like I I think Evo's still going to be big enough where like you know a tournament's going to be there. But just seeing Steve. Like, just picture this. I want everyone who's listening, including you, Edo, to just literally mm -hmm. picture this. You're you're sitting in the audience of Grands. It's like, I don't know, like DeBuzz. Let's say DeBuzz just makes an insane run versus Leo. And DeBuzz is using Steve. There are professional commentators in the background that you can very slightly hear talking about strats with Steve <gasps> and, like, how the character works. And you see, like, a professional banner with his render on the left side of the screen. <laughs> like, and then he wins. DeBuzz beats Leo with Steve from Minecraft. Oh my god, wait a minute. I, like, okay, I know I brought this point up, but like for like professional like banners and such though, but like not for like, I've totally missed that. Like the competition, the majors, the seats. I did not think it like just seeing that and like professional comp. Oh my, I forgot about that. They are actually going to have to sit there without like trying to laugh or like, you know, actually to m maintain their professionalism. They're gonna actually have to try to talk about this character very seriously as the match is going on. Like, like again, like I can just see like finals, Joker versus Steve. I, oh no, oh my God. Arsene versus Steve, no, no. Okay, stop, stop, no. <laughs> <laughs> like you can literally just hear it in the background. He's like, you know, absolutely insane conversions from DeBuzz using Steve accordingly. Oh, nice up smash, and that's going to take the set against Leo. Like, dude, that's going to be an actual, like, scenario where a commentator is going to say that in, like, his professional voice. And Steve taking a major first year of him being in the game. This is absolutely insane, Cody. What do you think? Like, dude, that's... These commentators are going to seriously talk about the character so long as the character survives in the game. And I can't take that seriously ever. I can't. I'll, I, I want, the, like, um, the way how I, okay, I want to share a little bit of how I just pictured this just now. Like, um, for those of you, like, that don't go to tournaments and such, like, because that, that's how I envision it. Because, like, you know, it's one thing if, like, if you listen to a stream, like, I'm not trying to downplay this in any way, shape, or form, though. But I have seen, like, at least, like, the competition uh, for Smash, at least from my experience with Evo. And just, like, you know, see, like, when you're there in person, like, there's this type of aura. Like, especially, like, with the hype among with the other Smash players as the audience and such, and you're seeing this live in front of you. Like, I'm gonna say this right now. Like, it just sends the chills down to your spine. And that's just the feeling that I just got just now. Now that Crunch brought that up, and I'm just here going, like, oh my god. When this pandemic is over, and if there's majors that's gonna really, like, continue off with this, and if I see that character in Grand Finals, or, or at least somewhere up there, no, I, what the fuck, man? What? No, I, I will not be ready for that. Like, even if we're like, we're saying this aloud right now, I'm not going to be ready. I, I will actually have to leave. I gotta go. <laughs> oh, no. Like, it's just insane. 
how far this game has come since... Since, like, cause I, I kinda took it, I tried to take it seriously around, like, Smash 4, and, like, the craziest characters we had at the time were, like, in that game specifically, it was, like, Mega Man, Pac-Man, Duck Hunt, and, like, I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, other characters. I guess Palutena's another crazy one, but, like, like, those characters do not compare to, like, what we have now. Like, this game is crazy. This is, like, third-party city, and it's just, like... Oh my god, it's actually like insane that this character's in this game and like there has been like legitimate tournaments where like people have talked about Steve or top players after a tournament go on Twitter saying they're the best Steve and I'm just like that must be a weird title to fight for, being the best Steve from Minecraft and Smash, like Like what a what a what a, what a thought. What a what a thing that you can think of. Yeah, no, it's like, blood for blood now for a Minecraft character. And, th th like, literally, like, for most of it, like, of uh, basically of his moveset, like, it's gonna really show, like, there's an actual competition for who, like, I'm not just saying this just for the character, though, but, like, because of, like, this is basically all of his character, basically, of who has the fucking best crafting skills and building skills to kill off their opponents ruthlessly. <laughs> Yeah, it's literally a bloodbath, but in like 2D. I, it's just so weird, and I, I, oh my god, I'm gonna just say this right now. The one thing I will not like, another thing I will not be ready for, because this, this is just me. And for those of you like obviously following my Twitter or like you know with my podcast episodes, I am a die-hard fan for Persona 5 and for Joker. So I, I, even though I hear a lot of complaints about Joker, I don't care. Like I, I, I love him in every way, like you know, in shape or form of how he is. If I see this character beat the living shit out of him in an actual, like, big tournament, I... <laughs> you will not... You will, like... Crunch is gonna ask me to be on that podcast episode, and I'm gonna tell you this right now. I, I'm not I'm not gonna be on that one. You will not hear me. Unless you are interested. You are that interested enough to hear my broken thoughts that cannot be... I'll put it correctly into words. I'm just gonna tell you... You would literally have to decipher yes. screams. I will not be ready for that because Joker is like a little bit broken and like, you know, he's top tier as fuck though. But if I see that stupid character, no, I will, I will not look at the internet. I actually will probably quit Smash. Maybe. I don't know, which I know that's what my friends want me to do, but I'm no, I can't have this. No. Like, that'd be so funny if he genuinely became, like, a top-tier character. Because right now, he's, like... He, I would consider him, like, a high-tier, like we were saying before. But if there was just a patch where, like, they fucked up and just turned him into a monster... Oh, my God. Like, just imagine all of the discussions on Twitter and shit being, like... We need to ban Steve. Like, that's a sentence. That's a legitimate phrase that people are saying. Okay, then... Nintendo, if you're listening to me, that for some whatever miraculous like reason that you happen to choose our podcast and you decide to select this episode to listen to, I want to make my message very clear, okay? I don't think the internet is ready for Joker to be like, you know, inferior to Steve. I don't think it's ever gonna happen based on how you made these characters, but I'm not putting this possibility out of it either because you guys are known to be making very, very wild decisions when 
patching the game and, and like bringing in his characters. And I'm not trying to say that in a very insulting way. It's just like, it's a huge impact. I, like, again, I'm failing to actually like communicate with proper sentences here though. But no, don't, I just, I will not be ready. Like, I, like okay, you can make, you, it's a hard pill for me to swallow, but you can even make this character be better than my Robin, okay? Robin, my main. That's, oh, that's very bold. fucking bold. You can fucking do that even though I am going to be bitter like sweet about that shit. It can be better than Bayonetta. I don't care. But if this character is better than Joker in any way, like, I don't care. Like if you like if you do this and then the next patch, like it's gone out. Like, no, if it happens at any point of this timeline, I'm done. I'm actually done. Like, I will not, like, you will not find me anywhere. I, like, e even if people are trying to, like, literally find me, I am not answering that door. No, I am gone. I'm not ready for this, and I never want to be ready. <laughs> not for Joker. Don't do this to my Joker. That's all I'm going to say. I'm sorry that I went off, though, but no. I I'm actually terrified. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just shocked still. <laughs> me too. Me too. Like, yeah, it's like, even though this character is like crazy and stuff too, I hate to say it, but like, just for me personally, like, I didn't last long, like, playing the game for as, like, I didn't play it for as long as I thought I was going to. Like, I played it for like maybe a week and then I was like, all right, I kind of just want the next character now. Like, not to discredit Steve as being like a boring character. But for me, it's really just, like, the core mechanics of the game are boring to me. Because, like, I was talking about with this to you before we even started. Like, just kind of getting ideas of what we would talk about. But, like, something that I, I cherished Smash 4 for um, is that there was just a lot of, like, unique things that each character had. Like, teleport cancels for teleporting characters. Some characters had tether recoveries. And then, like, for neutral-wise, like, Falcon had, like, extended dash dancing, which is, like... You know, if you want to have, like, crazy movement like that, or similar to what Falcon had, you played Falcon. And that's what made him unique, was his speed and movement in neutral. Along with, like, you know, pretty decent mechanics, like power shielding, and, like, perfect pivoting, and, like, you know, being able to actually move past your opponents um, was cool. But, like, this game, it's like everything feels so universal, and while that is helpful for some characters, it also makes it boring in the sense that, like, everyone can do that like i could literally pick like bowser and extended dash dance with him i can pick ganondorf and do that i can pick um like just robin and i can extend a dash dance with them or it's not even called extended dash dance in this game it's more just like regular dashing but it's like that was such a good appeal in four to make things unique but in this game it just like, that's kind of ruined for me, so I don't think of anyone as, like, incredibly unique unless the moveset has something to say otherwise. Like, Steve is unique because no one else can build on the stage. Only he can do that. If you want to build, you play Steve. But everybody else is just kind of like, you know, if you fight, you fight. Like, if you want to counter and hack and slash your sword around, like, I, you don't even have to have a sword to have range. Some people just have range because they're incredibly stupid. Like Bowser forward air, you can literally just whack that shit like it's a Mark oh Tipper. Oh my god! Like this is stuff like that. That's like still really hard for me to get mm. into. Um, which is why like it didn't get me back into Smash, but I'm actually like interested in playing again because I kind of <laughs> want to see like how Steve 
develops throughout the game and whatnot, and just, like, how he plays out as a character, but, like, eh. You know, the game as a whole, like, I feel like if they fix core mechanics of the game, maybe I'll be interested again, but for now, I'm I'm still kind of in the same boat. Um, okay, so I actually have a couple things to share off with that, uh, especially. Um, with those core mechanics, I am actually 100% in agreement with Crunch about this, that there are some things that this game does that is just, like, really odd to me and like i know like i thought like it was just because i I was bad and i'm i'm gonna say this right now like i'm not that good in the game though but like even with all these patches i've noticed that there was something about this game that just makes me like play really oddly and i thought it was just my character but i noticed that like it happens with each character that i play as and i'm just like this like because like when it works it works but when it doesn't work like i'm just like this is so much inconsistency i it's weird to me sometimes, which I mean, again, like for me, I have more patience with the game because I just generally like enjoy it and well, having fun with my friends. Uh, shout out to my server. But anyways, um, but there is a few like I, I want to believe that like they did this just so that like everybody like has that fair chance of like with those core mechanics that everybody gets to do. But like now that like I've played this game, like I, I did a lot of this uh, as of recently we're playing with Steve and such it's like there's something that kind of uh, not rubbed me off the wrong way though but I'm just like this game is not like it could be good it like it's tapping into that potential but like it's just so inconsistent it's like I kind of wish they actually did something about the core mechanics because if we could actually like have the, the solidified foundation for it and if they could do the repairs on it I feel like I would be able to enjoy this game a little bit more with my heart's content. Like, I mean, I still do. Don't, like, don't misunderstand me when I say that, though. But there's obviously, like, some flaws that they could take from what they've done to actually improve that. And speaking of improvements and such and to what flaws are, the patch that came with it as well is something that we have some words about, which I don't understand. And this is what's making me, like, kind of question of some... You know, decisions that were made as to, like, why when it was not exactly necessary. I don't know if it's because of this pandemic or it's just because they could do so A, B, and C because they just don't give a fuck. But this, the the decisions for these characters and this patch and how, how this game is now functioning with this recent patch. I'm not saying it's entirely bad. But there are some good to it, but there's also some very, and I mean seriously questionable decisions that were made for this game, I will say. Yeah, like, it's still a fun game. I like playing it from time to time, but, like, I've also just learned to move on to different games and, like, trying other stuff. Because I used to be, like, super hooked on Smash, but, like, as of recent, like, it's just... It's really hard to play sometimes, and especially due to like the issues with connectivity and like playing on Wi-Fi is really bad on top of the buffer system already being pretty abysmal as is. It's like it almost feels like I'm just playing like a clunky, unfinished game sometimes. And like that's not really appealing to me. So I don't know. As long if that stuff gets fixed or like they release a console where they like fix their netcode on like a Switch Pro or something, I don't even know if they could do that. They probably could because it's like hardware maybe but like yeah i just it's hard to play we're right in this now. pandemic and, then and that, like, like 
we don't know how long it's going to last. Like, come on. There, there has yeah, to be exactly. something that can be done for this because, oh my God, it's just, it's worse. It, it, it just keeps getting bad. It, like, there's been hardly any other type of improvement. I like, I know that, like, they kind of have stresses enough that, like, oh yeah, use an Ethernet adapter, but even then, it's just like, it's not exactly that good. How did we, like, uh, I, 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 I mean, I mean, there are some questions that I have that, like, obviously, like, yeah, I know the answer to, though, but, like, I still cannot fathom, and I just have to sit here. I'm like, okay, I know you told me, but still, why? <sighs> and the fact that, like, you're making people pretty much buy your product, like, the fact that everybody at Nintendo was saying, oh, I know there's issues with, like, Smash Online, but you can improve that by buying our Ethernet it's like, dude, I didn't even need that in Wii U. Like, Smash Wii U, I didn't even need an Ethernet port. And it was still, like, you know, Wi-Fi was still bad back then, but it, it was actually better than It felt Switch. more stable, that was. Holy crap. Yeah. Like, it was actually much more stable than what the Switch offers. And it's like, dude... You guys need to figure out a way where I can play online games without having to do that. I can literally play COD on my PS4 at school, and I'm still fine. Jesus. Like, I don't have any connection <laughs> issues with the PS4 at my school, and we know how school yeah. Wi-Fi is. But at home, even in, at my home with, like, fiber internet playing Smash Online on Wi-Fi and Ethernet, because I used my, my friend's Ethernet port one time, it's literally the same. There's no saving this at all. Like, something... I don't know, man. Something just has to be done. I like what they have done, though. Um, I don't know the exact changes to, like, what they did in terms of, like, playing your friends in lobbies, but, like, they have kind of fixed the problem a little bit, but it's very yeah. minuscule, and, like, the changes aren't drastic, but there are changes. And I guess, like, in the long run, it's noticeable at times, so... I respect that, but like the the difference between offline and online is so immeasurably present, and like it's very hard to deal with. So that's why I just it's hard for me to play this game because that's all I have right now is online. Since I don't really uh, go to other people's houses and whatnot, like right. and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know, like, and speaking of that I, I actually kind of want to like get into this part of that of these questionable decisions and such because it's, it's like it, we could have a debate about this with the online and such though but like back to the game back here real quick I Nintendo we need to talk we need to have a serious talk as to what you guys have done with these characters with this new patch I'm sorry but like, I, 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 I don't know if I want to say that, like, I understand because these two characters that are, like, in the top of the list right now, why? Oh, wait, are you talking about, yes, um, the patch. Sonic? Yes. Oh, my. Oh, my God, dude. I, okay, so with the patch notes, I remember this. I was expecting it to be, like, you know, pretty understandable. Like, I was, I actually had hope. I thought Nintendo got their shit down. I thought, okay, so they made necessary buffs. Now let's see some fixes to characters like, you know, like Joker or Sonic, maybe even Ness, and, like, just other characters that 
are just ridiculous. Like the things that they can do is ridiculous and they can do stupid stuff. Like just whatever it needs, whatever is stupid in this game, you would think that they'd fix essentially. Um, no, they just go ahead and buff Ness and Sonic. Like, uh, the two characters that literally take over online, like, hello? It, what I, are you it's thinking? Just so, I, I don't know if there was, like, not enough, like, evidence to be shown with it, but I'm pretty sure, and I've seen a stupid flood of it on my Twitter of how stupid these characters are on Wi-Fi, and you make it worse. I don't know if you were trying to look at this from like an offline standpoint because we we are not in a situation where we can look at that right now. <laughs> yeah, and it's super inconsistent because I remember this from the beginning of this game, but they nerfed K. Rule because of people complaining about him on Smash Wi-Fi. So that would make all their reasoning for these changes and stuff super inconsistent. Like. If you're if you're buffing Sonic and Ness, there's no need to do that because they're already fine offline as well, but they're way better online because the way they work just benefits that type of play. Like they can they're both really campy, they have corny mechanics or not mechanics, but just corny moves that can kill early and like they just have ridiculous combos that literally an infant could do. Like I just I thought y'all had it down. 8.0 was great. You fixed characters that needed fixing, you buffed characters that really needed it, and I felt like those were some necessary patches, and it made some characters, like, yeah. playable. Like, I didn't feel like I was playing, like, an unfinished character that just can't contest. And it's not even because of their design, it's literally just because their moves are just programmed in a way that doesn't help me at all, and it makes the character unenjoyable. And I thought they had understood that, and then I was thinking, maybe we'll see some nerfs, but no. Like, not even a Joker nerf. Like, they haven't even touched Joker. Yeah. They barely touched that character. It's insane. Like, in 4, I respect the hell out of them in 4 because they really touched on that stuff. Like, they they fixed, like, core mechanics. They, you know, besides Bayo, because I think they were done and just trying to move on to a different game. But before that, like, they literally fixed stuff that was, like, an actual issue at times. Like, they left some characters kind of in the game that were a little ridiculous, but they were a lot more responsive. Um, not saying all the changes they made in 4 were good, like, some of them were just ridiculously stupid, but, like, you know, at least they were, like, screwing around with the game, seeing, like, hey, what if we nerf this and that? Like, I can guarantee you right now, if Diddy was, like, Smash 4 Diddy, where he still had the hoo-ha and, like, pre-patch Smash 4, oh my god, that would cause an uproar. And if they weren't fixing that, that would be ridiculous. But, like, I, I just don't think they understand like how incredibly ridiculous Joker is as a character. Like, arson is a cool mechanic, but you have to keep in mind like getting a damage boost from that, and on top of that, like, it promotes campy play too. Because you're, why would you approach arson? <laughs> you're literally walking into the doors <laughs> of death. And as cool as the character is, it's like. You know, you gotta understand that for other people playing the game, even casually, yes, the audience that you constantly cater to, because you guys just love to ignore, like, the competitive Smash section, simply because all of your money is made from casual players, it's like, even on that level, casual players still have an understanding of what is good and what is bad, and there's some that literally pay attention to the competitive scene, and use the opinions that are formulated in our scene 
as their basis of like what they view the game as. So if let's say I'm like a professional player or something or like, you know, anyone, if they're saying Mario was like top tier and ridiculous, casual players understand that and will probably play that character simply because he's ridiculous. And then like, I've seen some people pick up characters. Like I've seen people pick up Joker and like, it's not enough to beat players that they haven't before, but like to get significantly better results than what you were getting before is like kind of crazy. I didn't think of it the way of how you put that, but you actually have a point when you said that aloud. Wow. As much as that I am a huge advocate of making people mad with Joker, because I I, I will admit, I am a little, like I said, like Persona 5 Royal is my game and I will firmly stand on my point with it no matter what. But I, yeah. I, I'm willing to at least let my guard down for one second for even with that notice. I, I will have to say it's like, especially like, Joker's counter? Oh god, that's like I actually played um against uh, my friend uh Ven. Uh I played with him online when he was streaming and like I like he just like I believe that he just did this um um side no, I don't think it was side beat though, but like it was basically a smash attack. Yeah. A side smash attack. And that shit did like a 40% damage output to Zelda. And it's like, what the? He went from like 20 to 60 already from one counter. One counter. That's a lot. Also, that counter is huge, dude. Like, it used to be a lot worse before they kind of like nerfed it a little bit. But like, that thing was a whole ass circle. And if you, like, <laughs> this happens sometimes, but like, if you were to hit some, if you were to hit him from behind and he counters you, you would go like yeah. the other direction. <laughs> like that counter was huge and it still is but like pre-patch joker before they like kind of touched him a little bit like dude he was that counter was just ridiculous <sighs> yeah no and, and it's just seeing that it's like uh, look I, I, all i'm gonna say is if before anyone puts words in my mouth i'm not saying joker needs a nerf just maybe he just has some readjustments to make whatever way they do it is whatever way they do it. That's all I'm gonna say, but I'm not saying that he has to be nerfed, wink wink. But anywho. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think the character's like ridiculously broken to the point where he needs huge nerves, but readjustments are valid. Like that's what I was saying before where I feel like the game is balanced closely like it's balanced character wise like pretty nicely with the exception of a few characters but like it's really just core mechanics that are just messy and you know making small changes like that i don't think they understand how huge that would be if they were to make like certain small nerfs to characters because sometimes it affects them a lot more than people think like you don't have to like you know nerf him to the ground and make him a bad character like there's no like there's no like two options there's multiple options for like nerfing these characters i feel like yeah and that will just make the game a lot better for other people too especially like a character that i think is just ridiculous is pikachu i don't know why they gave him a down air in this game or like not a down air but like a spike in this game that is his down air and considering that it comes out just as quick as it did before in Smash 4, like, that character's crazy insane. Like, that one addition, the fact that he can spike with down air now, 
Dude, that that literally turned him into a monster, I feel like. He can because he's already so good at like extending off of combos and doing finishers, recovering, like Pikachu's ridiculous, man. He's so good. And just that one change turned him into like a monster. And like also like his his damage output's pretty crazy too, but like he's just a he's just a, a little demon. And here so. we thought that uh, I, I honestly, like, I actually did not expect to see Pikachu, like, really up there. And, wow, and especially, like, I, I still remember pre-patch Smash. Like, basically when this game was released, like, you know, the two characters that were up there as well, uh, alongside with Pikachu, was Pichu. And then, well, they said, we can only have one of them. And they chose Pikachu rather than Pichu. But, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, yeah. even when we, we have characters like these, Sonic, Sonic, mm, Oh my god. Yeah, that's a toxic That is character. actually a very, very toxic character. And the fact that it kind of worsened online, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I'm a little tilted. So I'm hoping that maybe that there is a patch. Well, um, I will say that like there was another patch that they kind of did. Uh, unfortunately, it did not cater to the other characters. But the shadow patch actually kind of gave a little bit of a small buff to a couple characters. Uh, one of them being was actually Zelda. They actually kind of buffed a little bit with- They actually did not, like, th there was no actual, like, proof of the patch notes, though, but there is, like, consistent play with the Phantom, um, Knight now. And it's like, oh, shit. Oh, they altered the displacement, Something right, like that, something yeah. Like that. And it's, like, now a little bit better. It's like, oh, oh, shit, okay. All right, wait, this character is getting a little bit better. All right. Yeah, like, apparently that was a huge buff for Zelda to be able to, like... I don't know what the buff was exactly, but I just saw something about, like, displacement of her, like, when she throws out the Phantom. I'm not... I still don't really know what that means unless I see it in action, because I, I just did not play that character at all. I really fought many Zeldas, but... I mean, a lot of people who play that character extensively were saying, like, that... That buff was huge. Yeah, actually, um, now that I've seen this, because, like, at first, like, I was not exactly a huge fan of Zelda, though, but, like, because that, like, I've been hanging around with a friend that is literally, like, one of the best of Zelda, I can actually see, like, and I will just say this right now, like, truth to be told, like, if you can't get around to that Phantom Knight, you got a lot of training to do, to be put, put to the blood tree, because I, I used, I used to have a lot of trouble with the Phantom Knight. I, like, trust me, I'm saying this as well, but... Now that I see where this is coming to, and now that I, I'm seeing the difference between uh, before this patch and now with this new patch, it's like, okay, so, yeah, that that, that buff was kind of needed because, like, you know, there's a lot of inconsistencies with that Phantom Knight that I could just easily punish, especially with using my Robin. But now, we could go head to toe at this point. Yeah, like... Yeah, it's just like, if they did... Changes like that, like, small changes like that to improve or balance characters would be so sick. But, like, that kind of just makes me think about, like, future DLC characters and, like... I just hope that when they when they add people... I think Steve's a great example. Like, that character is so unique. It's, it doesn't... It's not like a carbon copy of other characters and then, like, maybe one unique, uh... Maybe, like, one unique, uh, what's it called? Like, you know, move that they have, like, where Joker has, like, Arson and Hero has, like, the command menu. and But, like, no, Steve is, like, incredibly unique. Like, some of his moves might slightly mirror other characters, but, like, 
you know, him being able to mine, build blocks, like the way his recovery works, and just like the way his neutral, the way he goes about playing neutral is just insane. And I'm, I kind of hope to see characters like that because. You know, you could add Sephiroth into this game and just make him a complete carbon copy of, like, another character. And then I wouldn't even be hyped for Sephiroth at that point. I just feel like I'm just playing a reskinned, like, Fireman character. So if you were to just able to make characters like that that are actually, you know, um, ridiculously fun to play, super unique and whatnot, like, I, I will look forward to the next future DLC characters. And also, like, you know, being third parties kind of a extra touch like i genuinely thought we were just going to keep getting nintendo characters because last patch was pretty much all nintendo characters minus Pilot, and then like on this one it was um min min but yeah they've been going ham with the uh third party characters i i hope they keep this up because this is really refreshing to see like super unique memorable characters getting added in and whatnot uh i wanted to uh, elaborate a little bit more at this point like because uh i do agree with this like you know i believe that steve has like one of the most like unique identities of smash ultimate actually because uh e regrettably saying this like there are like the characters within the dlc lineup they have small like you know similarities to like other characters that has been like you know used before it's just that like now it's just like they kind of just like copied, pasted it, did the readjustments to make it unique to that character that would make sense, and then, you know, speed up the process of it faster, which I'm not saying that that's a totally bad thing, you know, but like, it's just like as to what Crunch said, like, you know, if, if Sephiroth, hypothetically speaking, just so nobody gets the wrong idea, if he's literally just a straight up carbon copy of like, let's say Marth and such, it's like, what is this? Like, you know, like it, like it's cool. Like he's in the game though, but it's like, it doesn't feel like his actual identity. It just feels like something that would make it be like Sephiroth, but not actually truly him. Like, like you exactly. know, like, like exactly. you have Cloud that does like you know the um, uh, the down tilt to where he's just sliding off the floor. There are other couple characters that do that. Mega Man, Joker as well, and such. There are a couple characters that actually do the exact same thing. It's just that there have been some touch-ups as to how far it can go what's the launch distance and such that's what literally what they do to make it unique to that character but it, like you know again it's not actually to that true identity steve was able to actually accomplish that for this one especially for his mining and his crafting and such so which that goes back to my point again that's probably as to why this development for steve was a living goddamn nightmare because they didn't it seems that that from what they, we've seen from the moveset it's not like pretty much like 99% of the characters. <laughs> yeah. And like, I really hope, like, now that it makes me think about, like, you know, Steve being in the game, I just, I would not be surprised if literally anyone or anything gets in this game because that, that was the final straw for me. Like, the fact that they added Steve literally told me, like, they're gonna add anyone they want to so long as there's, like, you know, consent to including them into the game or like a partnership is happening it's like dude i i wouldn't be surprised if literally like an anime character got in or some shit like goku like i know i've heard apparently like they're not gonna add anime characters in the game but like i don't i don't believe anything anymore i feel like literally anything or anyone could get into the game i just like I'm just appalled that the roster. Right I now. yeah no I see why why you say that like especially because again like 
they said, of course, from their previous interviews, especially for the other games, like, no, Ridley cannot be in Smash because A, B, and C. This character would probably not be in Smash, A, B, and C. And look where here we are now. It's like, y'all are like the biggest cappers. Like, y'all are about to go to the level of lying. Like, no more level of lying. Because that man lies straight out of his snarky-ass mouth with the Kingdom Hearts series. And they're doing the exact same thing with this. I, like, I'm not saying that, like, you know, they're, like, 100% lying, though. But, like, I, I'm also on the same boat. Like, I believe, any, like, we can have Tom Holland for Smash. I believe that can actually be a thing. Like, I'm sorry. Like, no, I, I don't no, know no, that no, 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 no. <laughs> I go that far because, like, look, I'm just saying, like, because, I mean, we, we did not expect to see a blocky character in the same universe with, like, Joker and such. And, like, you know, seeing that Joker, I see everybody's model and catering to basically the art style and stuff like that. Like I said, I, t t if I see Tom Holland or Goku or, like, a blaze blue character, even Ragna or Jin Kisaragi. Like, um, no, nah. <laughs> no, I'm not putting that in the question anymore. I'm tired of this. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I wouldn't personally for me, I wouldn't go as far to say, like, you know, oh, Tom Holland could get in the game, but obviously, there's some levels of cap to that at least. But, like, uh, dude, I just I, I really don't know who could be the next DLC character. Like, back then, it was pretty standard for me. I was thinking, like, just a bunch of other Nintendo characters. And, like, you know, even with the second pack, I was just like, okay, you know, Joker was cool, Hero Banjo, even Terry. Like, that was fun, but let's go back to being realistic. And then they just dropped Steve, and I'm like, okay, well, never mind. I'm gonna go fuck myself then. Like, you guys have clearly proven me wrong, like, several times, and you're just... You do the most unexpected shit constantly, and it's so hard to get a lead on you guys, so you take the cake. It's, it's I will say me. that, like, even regardless, like, wh whether if it's a good thing or not, it, it uh, that tactic is working, but it's scary of how well it's working. I'm going to say that much. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so literally, like, uh, okay, all, all I'm going to say, like, if there are any other characters, because again, I already got my character. I got my Joker character into Smash. Like, I don't want anything else anymore. I really do not care. But if I were to put some type of possibilities for, I would love Crash Bandicoot. I would love Dante slash Nero for Smash. And one thing, I feel like there's not enough discussion for this character specifically, but I really, and I mean really want to see Spyro for Smash. I feel like he would be a great character addition. Those are some mm -hmm. good picks. Those are some good picks. I'm actually like, I, I agree with the Dante. Dude, I think Dante would fit perfectly in this game. If you're gonna add a character like Bayonetta, you might as well add another classic like Dante or Nero. That would be so hype. I would also really like, um, I used to like despise this character, but Doom Slayer from Doom would be so sick. Because like, I played Doom Eternal earlier this year when it came out. And that game was a lot of fun, and I could definitely see, like, um, some of his movesets being implemented into Smash correctly, and I think he would be a really fun character, and, like, if you bring, like, classic... The other thing for me, too, that I love about characters is bringing their music, like, whether it's a remix of something or, like, straight from the game. Um, man, there would be some heaters, some bangers, some classics that would be added into this game, like, rip and tear from, like, the original games. Ooh, that would go oh so hard. Imagine, like, literally listening to Rip and Tear on, like, a Doom stage 
while fighting like Sonic or Joker, or, like Cloud, Mario. I don't know, just some character that's already in the game is just like, dude. That'd, that'd be very that'd cool. Be, like, dude, imagine Doom Slayer versus Steve <laughs> with the theme of Rip and Tear playing oh, in the background. Oh no, I did not think of that. Like that, that could be real, dude. Like, it's just characters like that that are unique and like third-party characters that same the shit that share the same universe as Nintendo characters is really special, and that's what I feel like separates this game from any other game on the planet. Like, I think in regards to exclusivity and like all this stuff, this is the best video game yeah. in the planet. You want to know what I'm sure. also hyped up for? Like, I'm like. I expected like I, like because we've mentioned this before, but like you know, I can't believe that like I'm bringing this up again because like I see the consistency of it though. But like, I'm really excited for the uh, the next lineup for the Me Fighter costumes because they do such a good job with that. Oh my god, I know! Like last time they added like Cuphead and then the the guy from Fallout, like the Fallout yeah. guy. And I was like, oh my god, wait, that's sick. And then in this one, they added... I actually, like, was a little sad about this, even though I didn't play the games, but, like, Travis Touchdown. I thought the character design, or I thought the me costume design was cool. And then they added Bomberman 2, like... Oh, I, I love when they do, like, actual character-rendered costumes. I still think Sans takes the cake. Like, that... If, even if he was a character, I would have been shocked in the same exact way. Like, he literally came with a Mega Lavania remix and Mega Lavania is in Smash. Like that is still hard to believe. Like you can if you want to meme this game incredibly hard, you could literally just do Steve versus Sans and then go on like whatever <laughs> stage has the Sans theme song on it and you can play. You see mm -hmm. what I mean? This game's crazy. This game was made by a bunch of psychopaths, but also genius and psychopaths. The yeah, the best nuts. part about that, and like, I wish I had the time for this because I have stupid, crazy ideas, but I unfortunately do not have the time, though. But I definitely will definitely see this on Twitter one day. Mark my words when I say this. But just now that Steve is into Smash and now we have like Travis and stuff like that, like there are going to be editors that have a lot of power. And the fact that we have like, you know, these these tools that Sakura gave us for our replays to like, you know, take an angle of the stage, get rid of the HUD, the music and stuff like that, and like, you know, to take screenshots and such, or like, you know, have the type of mobility. Editors are gonna have crazy amount of stupid material just to make stupid fucking memes, and it's gonna look beautiful on Twitter. I look forward to that. I haven't seen much of it yet, but it's coming. Just give it time. Just give it time, because there are people out there that has grand powers, sometimes too much power, but they're gonna abuse the hell out of it. Just... For basically the memes just because that they could though but i'm still looking forward to a period which that's why that's also another reason why i'm looking towards the um the next set of me fighter costumes and such i also want to bring this up because um there was actually a lot of discussion about this everywhere that i was going especially on twitter um i'm gonna just say this right now because i it's been a while since we talked about this character specifically but because of what happened to travis I want everyone here to listen to me loud and clear. Don't put your hopes high for Sora because he could also become a victim. Take that as you will. Oh my God. You know, like I don't really care about Kingdom Hearts like that anymore, but like for those greedy fans that want nothing but Sora and then him getting revealed as like a me costume, 
Oh my god, if if any sort of like Kingdom Hearts reference is made into Smash and implemented through like meat costumes or like an Easter egg of some sort, oh my god, I would burst out <laughs> laughing. Like just imagine you we get like Doom Slayer as a character or like Dante and then they're revealing the meat costumes and whatnot and they give us Sora and then they just only give us like Dearly Beloved as a song. <laughs> it's possible and you know what, I'm um... <sighs> I want you guys to not forget about this, but Melody of Memory is coming out next month. So don't be surprised. Like, if you see, like, an exclusive pack to where, like, they're doing, like, you know, because uh, they sometimes they do this. Like, you know, they kind of have, like, announcements that, like, they'll do a special set of uh, spirits to unlock for, like, for a special event for, like, a certain amount of days. Don't be surprised if Kingdom Hearts ends up to being that victim because it can happen. And that doesn't mean that Kingdom Hearts will get into Smash, though. But if it does... I just want y'all to remember, it probably might end up to be a victim. But if it does, I know a lot of people are going to unfollow me. Maybe in my podcast, Twitter account as well. But I'm going to just say this right now. I don't regret anything that I'm going to say if it actually happens. But who knows? If it, if it gets revealed as a Smash Fighter character, cool. That's great. Even though like now I just don't care for it, though. But just don't give it that much power. Because I know a lot of people were trying to hope to God and find ways that Sakurai was trying to make a Kingdom Hearts reference through these images, the thumbnails and such, and look what we got, Steve, not Sora. <laughs> but... Yeah, some of them are like a, a stretch. stretch. So all I'm going to say is, I know Melody and Memory is coming to the Switch, and that's in the, the, our very first exclusive Nintendo Switch exclusive. But that's because it's because that it's become an exclusive for there. I want you all to be wary of that. Just because they have these deals and such doesn't guarantee everything. It doesn't apply to every um, candidate. And again, like we we don't know exactly like how specific their criteria and what goes on to discussions and such. I mean, again, like we got Terry and nobody like I haven't seen like a single soul like advocate terry to that high level of degree like for you know hoping for cloud or for bayonetta or for joker even though that was like one of the also the biggest stretches and here we are so just want to get that little bit of a warning out there but you know i mean i'm not saying like you know don't hope for this character to get in like if you want to like you know more power to you though but I just want you to be careful of how you set your expectations for this is because of how wild this lineup came out to be for the characters and the Mii Fighter costumes. Yeah, like, I think Terry was more of, like, a personal addition for Sakurai because, like, the way it was presented and him, like, talking about it, like, I think out of every character presentation, I've never seen him more excited to talk about a character than, like, Terry. Because he kind of grew up on, uh, that whatever that game is I, I don't think it's called king of fighters no i think it was, it was actually a different one maybe yeah. it was kingdom fighters yeah i i don't really remember exactly myself but um you could just tell that he really wanted that character in the game and like thought it'd be a fun addition for him personally but yeah like i mean i really don't know what to expect i think sora would cause a lot of heated controversy and drama being in the game especially because he has ties with Disney, and Disney is also like a very commonly talked about company as well. Whether it's being talked about positively or negatively, like uh, it's pretty big. So, like if Sora got into Smash, that is that would be a very big uh, 
addition to the game. I think that would just be like the like the win it all type of character. Like you can't add anyone more ridiculous than Sora after that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm eating these chips right now, and they're really good. But anywho. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. I'm getting hungry too. Um I believe that's all I really have to say for this um podcast overall with Steve and like basically with like the lineups and everything. Um yeah, all I gotta good. say is that um actually, yeah, there is something that I actually want to address, something with that as well. We have certain ideas. I'm not going to explicitly mention this now, though, but just know that you'll know when the time comes. But there is a lot of things that we're kind of excited to do. Uh, it's gonna it, it's gonna be a little bit of a slow process, though. But make no mistake, it think again, we still got things going on. Don't things like just because we go on a hiatus and stuff like that doesn't mean nothing is happening. Trust me. Even when we're gone. Or if I'm gone, or if Crunch is gone, something is always happening, and it will come out in one way, shape, or form. I promise you that much. Yeah. That's so, nice. be yeah. excited for that. Um, and um, yeah, no, like I said. Um, oh, actually, wait, no, one more thing as well before I actually say the sign off message. But um, I may get a little bit of flack for this. Um, but. I may want a, a Sakurai. Like I said, if you, if Nintendo, if you just happen to be listening to this podcast episode, there is a little thing on my top wish list because I kind of need this little bit more, just a little bit more. Um, could you please, and I mean pretty, pretty please, uh, buff Robin. I don't think he had that much of a little bit of that buff. I think he needs a little bit more. I know that a lot of people do not like that arc fire, but I'm, I'm going to say this again. It's really not that good. I mean, it, it got better, yeah, but like it ain't enough to where it's just like, hmm, I still have a little bit of issues with it. If you could be so kind to please fix my character a little bit. Oh, and it's grab too, because the grab of Robin is really, really bad. So if we could have a little bit of those fixes, that'd be wonderful. Thank you so much for taking your time to li listen to this ridiculous podcast episode. I thank you so much for your efforts into the game and for whatever that you guys are doing. I fully support it 125%. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, anything, to, anything that you would I like see. to say, Crunch? <laughs> All right, Nintendo, if you heard that, don't <gasps> listen to him. Just keep doing what, what no. you're doing. No. <laughs> All right. Well, keep up the oh great my work. God. <laughs> my co-host is a traitor. Wow. Mm. Mm. Well, All righty then. Well, if that's the case, well, uh, I'm good on my end for everything for my last sign-offs. I think you are as well, if I'm or unless I'm mistaken. <laughs> Oh, yeah, same here, same here. <laughs> Alrighty. And that's all gonna be for the podcast episode. If you're listening to the show on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave out a five star rating if you enjoyed the podcast. Hit up the Storm Connect Twitter at Storm Connect EN or other platforms this podcast is on for feedback on the show. And also, another thing that I would like to uh, mention uh, we have merchandise still available, as we mentioned earlier, uh, sponsored by the King Styles Apparel and also with the help of Schmurp. Uh, I will link his Twitter into the episode below as well. I consider you guys commissioning him. He helped me out uh, with picking out the designs for uh, the merchandise. And I greatly thank him for that. And again, one more time, I just want to thank you all so much for supporting the merchandise and such. And, you know, I've been seeing pictures of it left and right. And they've just been 
it's been giving me like i glow up from it and i'm just so happy to see of that so thank you all for checking out the merchandise and such and especially for supporting this podcast and again like i promise that like this podcast is going to keep coming back stronger and stronger and stronger than ever and i look forward to your guys' support and your thoughts on it so um thank you so much for listening to this episode um this is Eno ninja and this is crunch and we will see you guys next time stay safe stay self stay healthy and for heaven's sake please stay smart <laughs> yep see, see you guys later